The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Oh! What a kick! That's putting in that hard work during that quarantine. When you can't go to the gym and all you can hit is the bob, you know hard work pays off. Corey Sandhagen! Edgar's confidence is just unshakable. A lot of people have tried to sort of write the book on the end of his career, and he doesn't think he's anywhere close to that right now. Edgar's a top dog, and, and that put, makes me a top dog. We back! Frankie, the Please tell me that's on video. I've never been happier. I'm made for a fucking podcast. That's dangerous. Listen to me, we're at it. Welcome to you. I don't know why I had to do this. Welcome. I wanted to make a grand gesture. To UFC Unfiltered, Matt and I, the way we work is we get started. We usually chat for a few minutes. Sometimes our guests are tardy and sometimes they're on time. And we should have known we've interviewed uh, uh, Corey Sanhagen, you know, uh, quite a few times. I believe we've talked to him and he's always on time. And so is Frankie Edgar. So we have Corey first. Let's bring Corey right in. And Frankie, they're the co-main event oh my uh, for this Saturday, of course. There is Corey Sanhagen. Hey, buddy. How are you? How are you guys? How are you, man? Doing good. I feel like we just talked to you last week, but it's been a it's been a while. But it's I guess all these days are bleeding into each other, right? Yeah, it's been a long and a short year, huh? Shit, man. I just rewatched after I was out on my front lawn building a snowman. It's a lot. I'll tell you, we got hit hard over here, Corey. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I came in and I put on your last fight. Versus Marlon Moraes. Let me tell you something. You are the perfect example of how a guy should conduct himself and and react after having a tough day in the office. Because you mm. got you didn't hear shit out of you. Right. And then after you had a, a tough night with Aljo, it happens to anybody. You came back and you be a top player in Marlon, and you did it with class. You handled yourself just with class, man. There's a lot of guys, Corey. That and I mean a couple that come to mind and I like the I, I like I like Sugar Sean O'Malley. Yeah. I don't think he handled his loss very maturely. Um, the other one, um, Costa Costa. Paula Costa. Know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought he handled that fucking horrendous. So I just want to give you an applause there. If I had an applause button, I'd press it. But I thought you handled that with, with, with nothing but class, buddy. 
Oh, thanks, man. Uh, you know, uh, I think it's not because I try to be classy. I think it's just because uh, I don't really care about other stuff. And I think that a lot of these guys care about other stuff. I don't care about uh, I don't care about being famous. I don't care about uh, I don't care about the followers. I don't care about, you know, I don't care about any of that stuff. I don't care if people know or recognize me or whatever. All I care about is getting in there, winning fights, beating good guys and eventually becoming a world champion, you know, and uh Everything else to me is just smoke and mirrors. Yeah, you said that you think it's almost more important. Like, you, you care more about beating the best guys than you do being a, a champion. So fighting a guy like Frankie Edgar, which and somebody fighting at 39 is not crazy anymore. I mean, guys are fighting 42, 43 years old uh, because of, you know, I guess all the, the training and the treatments. But, uh, I mean, you, you got to feel good fighting a guy like Frankie, who really is a legend. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I, I mean, I, I he's not being overlooked at all because of his age. He looked really good against Munoz. Um, I think that at that age, you can still compete at a really high level. Uh, me and Andy Sauer, actually, I used to train with Sauer over in Holland, and uh, me and him are really close. He just had a fight uh, maybe a few months ago or whatever and looked like he did, you know, 10 years ago too. So, uh, you know, nothing – Frankie's not getting overlooked because of his age. I'm giving myself no excuse for – for anything like that like it's it's a you know frankie's gonna be at his best and i'm gonna be at my best and that's that's where i have my head is there anything extra that you're fighting like is it just another opponent who possesses uh some dangers or is it is it yo man that's frankie Edgar, man that guy was champion and is it a little extra because he was a former champion and future hall of famer unless he's in the hall uh, of famer. Yeah, I, I think it was for maybe like a day, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, you, you hear about the fights like 10 weeks early or, you know, or however long early. And then you kind of, you know, I, you know, nothing really crosses my mind too much. It's just get better, blah, blah, blah. And then maybe like five weeks away, it's, you know, it's getting closer. And I think your body and your mind both know it. So they start doing different things. And yeah, I had that moment where it was like, uh, it's like, oh, shit, man, like this guy's been fighting longer you know when i was in middle school probably you know like the guy's good and uh and he's a legend and he's a future hall of famer and uh y you know he does he deserves respect and uh yeah and what do you think of i mean uh aljo is fighting uh uh Piotr Jan. What, what do you think of that matchup i mean i was happy aljo got the shot um and what do you think of that matchup yeah i think it's interesting i think uh you know, the more I think about it and the more I kind of just watch and uh, let it settle in, I, I think Sterling's probably going to win. Um, I think uh, I think Jan's good. Both both the guys are really good. Both guys are world class. I think, you know, Jan's more technical, but being good always doesn't win you fights. You know, like uh, that that's not the name of the game. It's not gymnastics. It's not who can get a 10 out of 10. You know, there, there's other things that go into it. And, uh, and uh, you know, Aljamain, I think, has a good – a good brain that's geared for battle. And, uh, you know, I, I think it's, it's going to be a good fight, but I, I, I got Sterling winning that one. Me too. Yeah. Yeah, of course. I'm biased though. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And, that, and now that you've had like all this time where you have not been able to like the routines are off for everybody. Um, how close are you now when you're training or to, or to just your life to the routine you had before the pandemic, obviously guys are used to it now a little bit. You've already fought while this has been going on. Uh, is it still way off from where you want it to be or are you kind of settled in at this point and, and back to where you used to be? Nah, it's been settled in since the summer. I think that for the first couple of months there, everyone, you know, no one really knew what to think or whatever. So everyone was doing, you know, really dramatic stuff. And uh, 
that's what we had to do. But now Colorado's chilled out a lot. So, um, you know, every, everything's back to normal. Uh, I'm a bit of a routine guy too. So I like having my routine and, uh, and, and I've got that back. So, uh, yeah, so it's all good. Just routine or do you get caught up in stuff like numbers in a certain time to do something? Cause some guys get very like, especially athletes get very, very regimented. Some guys like I can't do it unless it's this time or I have to leave the house at this time. Or do you not go that far with it? No, I don't go that far, man. I'm a, I don't stress myself out over, you know, little things like that. Like I already feel like I carry enough stress just, you know, in what we're doing and, you know, losing the weight and just all of that stuff, you know, like there's already enough to think about. So right. uh, no, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not like that, man. Like I take as much off of my plate as I can. I, I surround myself with people that understand that too. So I don't need to feel like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm being however I may be being that day uh, in order for me to have to do what I got to do. And uh, no, nah, man, my, my, my life is good. I, I have a good life and I, I have good people around me. And uh, yeah, so, so no, no, no added stress. What's the point? Well, right. Corey, what do you do? What do you do to get your, I mean, it could be, it could be mentally draining when you have a fight coming up and that's all you're thinking about. I don't know if you're that guy to put the, picture on the refrigerator but it could get a little like well you need a little bit of a break do you what do you what do you do to get your mind do you have any kind of hobbies you do on uh, not related to mma are you a big reader you're streaming uh, i guess i do read uh but i read like a lot of like military strategy like war books and stuff Ooh. like that so i don't really read like uh like for fun it's more for like uh for me to kind of you know get get a little bit of tips here and there about stuff but um, no, nah, I mean, sorry, I Corey, about that though. What do, what do you mean, military? Now we're not talking about the the the, the what is it? The uh, the art of war. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not not that. Is it something else? No, uh, uh, kind of stuff like that too, though. You know, uh, just anything that's about you know battle, about war, about uh, generals, commanders, um, ancient fighting, stuff like that. Uh, all of that stuff just really interests me. And I think that there's a lot to be taken away from the, you know, old, older stuff like that. And um, so, so yeah, I like reading stuff like that. Usually that's how I start my morning. And then uh, if I do need a break from, you know, everything that's kind of going on, usually one or two weekends uh, I'll spend in the mountains, just with my girlfriend. Usually. Uh, I mean, there's plenty of beautiful places to go in Colorado. So usually like a Saturday to Sunday, uh, we'll just go escape, makes the weekend feel longer, kind of resets me. I notice I come back in a much better mood after doing stuff like that. So, um, you said skate, it, it, huh? Skate. What do you mean? Skate? No, 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 not. Did I say oh, I, thought I, I thought you said skate. Too. Oh, escape, escape. Oh, escape. 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 I thought you said skate too. In the yeah, 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 yeah. I thought you broke out the rollerblade. <laughs> I was going to say, hey, Corey, this is something we got to touch on. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, man. Yeah, Colorado is beautiful, yeah. man. I visited our buddy. I don't know if you still talk to him all Eastern. Talk- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember I visited him like, dude, maybe 20 years ago. And I, he brought me to the mountains and I was in shape and I was getting winded. And then there's like an old lady with like two like sticks going yeah. past me. I go, what the fuck? Is this out of a movie? Like, I'm getting winded over here. And this is the grandma getting past me on the. On the uh, on the on the mountain, I think you got to get your lungs opened up over there. With uh, bro, so so I I spent uh, I spent maybe two summers doing a lot of trail running, and uh, and bro, I would do some of the races, and some of these old ladies, bro, would smoke me, man. Not not necessarily on the way up, but on the way down, bro. These old ladies can cruise downhill, bro. 
Wow. And it's got to help yeah, yeah. you fight a guy like Edgar, too, who's known for cardio. Like, Frankie Edgar never gets tired. So, yeah. I mean, I guess training there is a, is a huge advantage when you have to fight a guy who's simply not going to get tired. No, it definitely always is. Uh, I, I notice, like, even when I'm doing the workouts the week of, you know, I'm like, yep, these are not the same as when I'm back home, you know. So, uh, yeah, definitely, I would say a very huge advantage. Vegas, though, I don't think is that too much different in elevation i think vegas is what three thousand or four thousand feet oh is it i didn't know that yeah 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 it, it's still it's not it's not sea level but sea level yeah you definitely notice that sea level yeah i think we've talked about it before but when with the comedy festivals are in uh colorado as aspen or vale at one point they'll get they have oxygen because you know a bunch of dumb comedians from all over the you know from fucking new jersey you're not used to that and you show up there and guys get winded walking uphill it really is a huge difference from sea level that too and you'll get drunk really quick too up in the mountains that's what they say right so now your yeah, girlfriend yeah. she goes away with you does she train as well or is she just an outdoors person like she doesn't mind going away and being outdoors in the mountains she likes it honestly man me and my girl don't have a lot in common uh <laughs> ah. uh <laughs> you know uh we like movies. That's kind of the thing that we have in common. Right. And uh, nah, man, she's just a really sweet person. She's just, you know, uh, but no, as far as like doing stuff together, we don't really have a lot of things that we enjoy doing together. But, uh, you know, I, I'm sure she, she doesn't mind me, you know, spoiling her for a weekend and going to the mountains, you know. I've had the same thing. My girlfriends like movies and I like to cheat. So I guess that was. Corey, you and your, you and your girl don't have a movie that you a show that you watch like a streaming me and my wife are almost done with penny dreadful. Oh, Jimmy. You like it. I couldn't get into it. I tried it, but I couldn't it's love it. It's fucking disturbing. I thought you would love it. It's gory as shit. It's got uh -huh. all the old monsters in it. But it's really everything from Frankenstein, the fucking Dracula, the Wolfman. But it's really hardcore. A lot of sex. Yeah. What's it crazy. on? What's it on? Where, what are we watching that on? Netflix? Showtime? On Netflix, I think. Oh, Netflix. Okay. Yeah. It's What's it called? Penny Dreadful. Okay, Penny Dreadful. Yeah, I, I actually I like like watching a bunch of like gory, violent stuff like the week of the fight. So maybe that's maybe that's what I'll do. You hey, know? I gotta do. I got to turn you on to this Vikings. Yeah. Have you ever watched Vikings? Bro, I just finished Vikings, dude. Come on, man. Just it's the with best, this. bro. How great is that show? Dude, it changed It changed the way I see stuff, kind of. Because it's very philosophical. Like, they talk a lot about, you know, the Christian, uh, the faith compared to um, uh, the the uh, the pagans and the, the, the different of the gods. And they're, like, goofing on each other a little bit. It's fucking interesting, man. Dude, it's good. I, I, I like anything that kind of has to do with, like, because the Vikings are just the symbol of like humans want to conquer stuff, man. And they don't really want a reason to do it either. They just want right. to do it, you know? And uh, yeah, that stuff, you know, that stuff gets me going a little bit where it's like, oh, so th this is an entire culture built around like, oh yeah, we're just going to go over here and steal all this stuff because we don't have anything else to do. Like, yeah, Matt keeps telling know? me about it. I actually want to see it. Um, I, I literally let the Matt Sarah is kind of running my life at some I joined Disney Plus so I can watch The Mandalorian. I got a, a fucking Oculus Quest and I'm doing a workouts for cardio on the Oculus Quest. Uh, you gotta love that. I think those boxing ones, like yeah. That. I had to order That's a new one because my head thing is sweating. I know, but I'm just boxing. I'm like Olivia Newton John. It's it's, it's not it's not like a man's workout. I feel like I'm just kind of like doing shadow boxing. I, I do it. I I, right. I I knocked out Frank Trigg like you often bring up. But you <laughs> I'll tell you, you're punching like glowing balls that come out on you. I like you those. the thing on your head and you're punching the balls. Yeah. You're fucking maneuvering. It I'll tell you, my wife does it. 
She's drenched. She's drenched, yeah. man. You know? I don't know. I love it. Yeah, I, I do too. We're losing Corey with the video games. Well, no, we're just, you know. Two what 50 you- year olds. Hey, man, Corey, get with it. <laughs> it's 20. So now you you read. Uh, is there one guy you like reading about more than any or one conflict you like reading about more than others? Like the one that you'll kind of go back to, like, is it World War One or one that you find more interesting? I like a little bit older. I like, uh, you know, like that Viking age is really cool. Oh. Um, a- anything that's more like, uh, you know, because what, what we're doing, it doesn't involve as much strategy as like, uh, you know, like Napoleon or like Hannibal, where they had to like, think about making a trek, you know, like three or 400 miles and how they're going to feed people and what side of the mountain they're going to sleep on because the sun comes up and blah, blah, blah. So more like older stuff, man, Any, anything like hand to hand combat, anything that's like, uh, close to that, um, but yeah, man, that stuff just fascinates me. Like, um, and then again, like with the Viking stuff, man, just like the the human impulse to just want to conquer stuff is like super interesting to me. Um, and yeah, you know, when you look at like I watch like if you see something from the Civil War, or when you look at like injuries in the Civil War, all these guys just laying on the battlefield, like the the medicine was so shit back then compared to now. And it's like what they had to do if they had an injury and they needed an amputation, you know, here, bite on this. And they just cut your arm off. Like that was a rough go back then uh, being involved in wars. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, like I complain a lot about kind of maybe how civilized everything's gotten. And then uh, and then I was watching Hacksaw Ridge. Have you guys seen that movie? Oh, yeah, with Clint Eastwood, right? Uh, no, um, it's I know. uh, I know what you're it's with uh, it's a Mel Gibson movie, but it's really good. Oh shit! Um, it's it's a, anyways. It's about this dude. I think in it's either, uh, I think it's World War One. Um, no, 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 World War Two. Uh, he just uh, he go, he's a medic or whatever, and he runs around and he saves a bunch of people or whatever. But anyways, yeah, this guy is just shooting them full of morphine and then like carrying them down a hill, and then all of these guys are just going to a camp with, and you know, like that's the only drug, you know. So whenever I start to complain a little bit too much right. about like uh, the COVID situation or whatever, you know, like civilization getting a little bit too far. I think about like the bubonic plague and how many people that took out, you know? So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Mel Gibson directed it. You were correct. Not only is Clint Eastwood not in it, no one within 55 years of Clint Eastwood's age is in it. I couldn't have been more off. When I say Clint if, if I didn't just watch it yesterday, I would have been like, "Oh yeah, it was a, yeah, that one was Clint." You're thinking of Heartbreak Bridge or some shit. I there there is a, isn't there a Ridge movie he was yeah, in? There's a Ridge movie where he's a Marine and he beats up. The yeah, I know what you're uh, talking about. It's a Heartbreak shit. Ridge, okay. movie, man. A Heartbreak Ridge. All right, but I'm not crazy. At least I'm an ass, and I picked the romantic. Did you see the Bridges <laughs> of Madison County? You know, but I, I didn't. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> Well, shit, man. I'm just happy. Listen, yeah. I, I think this should be the main event. And I'm only saying that unless unless Wednesday show we got over him. I'm saying this should yeah. be uh, the main. Okay. Yeah. I see this card. I'm so happy, man. The, the last weekend I'm looking Saturday and, and there's no fights. And I'm like, I'm used to a fight on a Saturday. I know. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm just excited. And are you so obviously you're in Vegas now? No, no, I, I leave tomorrow. Oh, okay. See, it's not bad for you because you again, you're, again, you're above sea level and everything. I would always go a couple of weeks out to mm. Vegas because my first training in Vegas, like you said, I would feel it even from here. Like, so you don't have that problem. No, no. That's good about Colorado. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
shit, man. Well, listen, man. Yeah, I'm have a good fight, man. Quick. It's always good. Always good talking to you. And uh, yeah, this could easily be a main event. I mean, it's, it's, it's a co-main to an interesting fight, too. But this could easily be a main event. Um, we look forward to seeing this. And uh, we'll talk to you again. Definitely. Yeah, cool. All right. Oh, yeah. Thanks. Yep. Thanks for having me on. Guys. Okay, Corey. Have a good fight. Take care, Corey. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70 yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Yeah, that's interesting, the reading, like what guys get into. And and I guess a lot of fighters, you guys have such a, it's such an intense thing you're doing that maybe reading helps quiet the mind a little bit. You know, I'm not focused enough to read. I'm in that Oculus Quest though, Matt. I'm trying to do, there's something called Trip, this app about, it helps you meditate. And I'm trying to do that to kind of calm my mind a little bit. I, I like it a lot. What are you doing? You're, you're, you're putting the thing on, you're meditating with the thing on your head. Yeah. It kind of walks you through these calming meditations and um, you don't like population one. No, it may be nauseous. And you know, I'm I, playing, I'm playing with the, I the tried it. an army. What is you it? That? I'm playing with our listeners. Oh. I'm not even on Twitch. I'm just a guy that likes to hang out. Jimmy, I like, you know me. I do. I like people that like you. Me. Yes, <laughs> I do. Like I, I tell a joke, they laugh, and it can be bad. But, you know, so I'm on there, and I get hit up by a guy um, with a screen name Kamora Lad. So I go, what the fuck? I go, Kamora Lad? I go, okay, I'll add you as a friend. And then I had this other guy, and he's, you know what he is? He's a, guy, a, a Scottish kid, 23-year-old Scottish kid named Gary. Nice wow. kid. So I got him on there, and I got this other guy, Yanch, whose name is, uh, who's, who's this guy, uh, I forgot his first name. Mike, maybe from a Kamora lad. Kamora so lad. And the other guy had his name Yon. She's going to change his to Kamora Bucko. So they're going to see a good a, one. Kamora Bucko is perfect. You're going to see a squad because I'm Kamora Savage. So yeah. me, I got my Kamora, Kamora Mafia on there. Yeah. And we're, and we're doing damage, Jimmy. We have fun. I'm yeah. playing with these guys and they're my people, Jimmy. I relate to them. How so about Kamora judge- Chap? Is there a Kamora Chap? Well, I'm not sure if he's. Listen. Yeah. This other guy's changing his name to Kamora Bucko because he just likes to be part of us. All thanks to you. It's all thanks to you. They know who the fuck I am. They do. Kamora Savage. God damn right. But uh, Jimmy. With an H. It looks like an H, not a K. Oh, don't mess with my shirt. All right. I do like it. Thank you, Jimmy. Thank you. <laughs> I can't wait to talk to So listen, let me tell you about my morning. We got a lot yes. of snow. Yeah. And it's a perfect time for me to ask you, Jimmy. Sure. Do you want to build a snowman? Ride our bikes around the hall. 
I don't see you anymore. You dirty whore. I don't know the words, but you are a little whore. I did you leave? Jimmy. Jimmy. I thought you left me. Jimmy, there's a lot of we got hit with a lot of snow. I know. I know it's crazy. You know what's really messed up, man? Before the last snowfall we had out here, the uh, superintendent of my kid's school wrote wrote a gave out an email saying, Hey, during these times, especially, you know, and I think kids should be kids and we're going to have a snow day, even for the kids that are at home. You know what I mean? On Zoom. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to have a snow. That's the, that's what a snow day is. That's right? nice. So then this time comes around. So even the kids that don't go to, they go to school part-time. They're like, all right, look, there's going to be a lot of snow. We're going to do a remote learning day. So what the fuck? What? What happened to kids being kids in these horrible times mm. and, and snow days? So I wrote an email to the guy and I go, look, Right before, right before the, in December, you wrote before that last snowfall, you know, hey, let the kids be kids. I don't know what happened, but tomorrow my kids are staying home. They're not going to school. It's a snow day at the Sarah household. Thank you very much. Respectfully, Matt Sarah. I'm not having it. My kids, we didn't have a snow day in two years over here. I know. Yeah. And that, and there was nothing better by the way, than snow days or when you would get two days off, it was rare. When you would get two days off or a Friday off for a snow day, it fucking ruled. Snow days rule. They do rule. So now you're taking that away from them because they could do it by Zoom. Yeah. Look out there and look out. And they see the snow out there and they got to stay inside. No, not up, not up in here. So I was out there all morning, had a blast with my family out there. And then we came in. And you know what my wife made for me, Jimmy? What? A delicious gluten-free like ramen noodles soup. <laughs> Am I losing you? Jenny! No, I'm with you. I'm just saying it's such a good time to be gluten free because I could eat, I could still be. Was it the wrong one? Yeah. That's the right one. Yeah, it looks powerful. Big guns. But are we going to look over the card for this weekend, my Jimmy Bird? We can, yeah. We have uh, oh, today. No, we do have the next day. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, we have uh, Wednesday as well. Uh, I'm looking forward to Overeem Volkov. Uh, that, that should be a very good fight. By the way, uh, Matt, and I'm sure you've heard this as well. Um, what? Uh, Rosenstrike, uh, Reyes uh, Prochaska is off. Rosenstrike and Cyril Ghosn is the headline of February 27th. That's a very interesting fight. What happened? Um, I do not know. I probably should know, but I don't. <laughs> Undisclosed reasons. Okay, they haven't said. Oh, that nobody knows. So Rosenstrike uh, against Cyril Gunn, very, uh, I mean, look, Cyril Gunn, uh, he, he put uh, J, uh, JDS out and, um, you know, Rosenstrike lost to uh, Nganu and then uh, we'll, we'll see, we'll see. I mean, he, he's won since then, but still, it, it'll be interesting to see um, which, because both of these guys are kind of newer heavyweights yeah. as, far, as far as their rise in the UFC and, and being huge UFC names. So it'll be very interesting to see if Cyril Gunn, I mean, he beat Junior Dos Santos, but can he beat a guy like Rosenstrike, who's, uh, you know, kind of on the rise? Uh, well, listen, you know they got my money, Jimmy. When is that fight due, by the way? When is that? 27th. 27th. Wow. I can't believe we're in February already. I know. February 1st. Um, it is Are crazy you- how fast it's all going. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they both beat JDS. Actually, they're both of their last fights were against Junior. It's funny. It was... Uh, I knew Rosenstrike won. I just didn't remember who he had beaten. Yep, Sir Ghan and Jorginho Rosenstrike. Wow. Well, Aljo had his last sparring the other day, and then he had his last rolling, you know? 
So Al, you know, now Aljo's off to uh, he's off to uh, Vegas. Wait, when is Aljo's fight? Like a month, March sixth. So they stopped sparring. Oh no, but he's gonna be working out there. Oh, okay. The, the way you said that, I'm like his last spar. No, I, th- I know. I'm that, thinking- that, 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 you know what? I should have finished my sentence. Oh, okay, okay. So I'm kind of just talking out, whatever. Uh, my thing is, you know, he's you know he's gonna split up the camps, and now he's going back to oh, okay, Vegas. And then Dan Longo's gonna go out there probably ten days early, and I'll go out there a week early, and we're gonna have a good time, man. I'm looking forward to the Funk Master. I am too. He deserves this shot. Just recently got engaged. Oh, good for him. Good, yeah, good. It's a great. Thing. Um. I'm looking forward to to this fight. He deserved it. I'm, I mean, I like him personally a lot, and, and as a fighter, I'm really happy for him too. He, I'll tell you, he, he and Jimmy, you, right. had, you got you got the um, the Disney Plus. I did. I have not watched that show yet. Oh, well, um, check out that. Also, check out Wandavision. It's well, I don't know if you like that. It's interesting. It's fucking it because it starts off a little weird. And then you're watching it, and then it's actually a little Twilight Zoney. WandaVision? Like a, little, a little. It starts off like, what am I watching? Like a like a, a, a 1950s sitcom, right? And then the next episode's like a 1960s sitcom, and right. then 70s, and then you start to like break it down where it's like, all right, something is weird is going on. That's all I'm gonna say. Something okay. weird is something out of the norm, and then it gets a little bit like spooky, a little bit like. Okay, this is not all tongue in cheek. There's something going on here. Is this reality? Is it not reality? Wow. And then after what is it, the fourth episode I saw or the third? I think the fourth. And that one's like a little Marvel movie because it's it's so crazy. So you have to get past the first episode because you'll be not one, you'll be watching like it feels like you're watching Leave It the Beaver or some shit. Right. But it gets weird, but it's interesting. You follow you watch the Marvel movies, correct? No, honestly, Matt, I really don't. I mean, <laughs> uh, I don't. <laughs> Screw it. Just put on Mandalorian. Vikings is way up more up your your alley. I liked Game of Thrones, as you know. Yeah. Uh, but I, I grew up with the dragons, so I guess I just related to it. You grew up with dragons, little Jimmy? I did. In your mind, you had a little make-believe dra- like Puff the Dragon? Puff the Magic Dragon? No, I had a real dragon. Okay. Did you call your dog dragon? Is that what you're talking about? No, I had a dragon. Like a, you did not have, a, Jimmy, Jimmy, I'm not. I, I did. No, you did he not flew, he did battle. You, Jimmy, this is a dream. Or this no, is it was real. You know what his name was? Jeff. <laughs> a dragon named Jeff. It's the worst <laughs> name you can... What? <laughs> Out of all the names you name a cool... It's not Dragon or, Dra- or, or Drago, whatever whatever the name the, in, in Game of Thrones. It's Jeff? Jeff. Oh, you just name it Bob. Yeah. You no, know? I, no, no, no. Bob was my pit bull. Jeff was my dragon. I'm tuckered out, Matt. I tried to nap before. I went to the gym, obviously, fat pig Norton working out again. And I went to the gym and I came home and I tried to nap. And I just, I had set my alarm at the wrong time. The fucking thing went off 10 minutes after I dozed off. Oh, you you know, you didn't congratulate me, by the way. Of course I did. On what? For what? You don't even know what. I do because you moved up the rankings. Oh, in the, no, in that video no, game. No, it's not that. No, not no video games. I did Bilal Muhammad's uh, trivia game. I know you him, did, and you won. Him. him and, can you let me? Oh, sorry. It's it's his game show him. called Remember the Show. Him yes. and and Jason Anik, who totally freaked me out because the guy. Yeah. I mean, the dude looks like John Anik with like a wig on. He's yeah. his twin brother, and and you know he's very likable, just like John Anik is a yeah. very likable guy. It probably is John in a wig. It might be. I'll John. bet you that's what it is. I bet you he's. I'll bet you he's double dipping and he's like probably got a contract with the UFC and he's like, fuck it, I'm going to make some money over here. Has anybody seen them in the same room? Nope. 
Jason, it's John. Jason and John at it. Same guy. Might be the same guy. That's my prediction. Well, the jury's out on it. But listen, so you did, the I show. did that show. And Jimmy, it's not always about who wins and who loses. No, it doesn't matter. Sometimes it does. I won, Jimmy. Oh, oh did. did I win? I went versus Michael Chiesa, who's, okay. a friend, who's a friend of this show. Yep. And I felt bad because he was on cloud nine for beating Neil Magny. Well, I had to bring him down to, you know. You humbled him. House. I had to humble him. You had to humble him. You know. You like um, him. I like him. He blamed it on the alcohol. But I was drinking and smoking. And I was having a great time. Yeah. In front of my house. And I'm a, I'm a winner. It's basically. Absolutely. I up and say I'm a winner. You yeah, know what so I mean? So what if you were doing drugs? It doesn't matter. I don't. Well, I have a card, to be honest. <laughs> okay. It's just um, so that way I can always point that out. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Uh, and anyway, Jimmy, I just, you know, I felt like a winner. You should have. Okay. All right. We got Frankie Edgar coming on. Good, good. Is he here? Is he coming on. What time is it now? It's about, he's about due. He's usually pretty on time. Oh, he's almost on. He'll be here shortly. He'll be here shortly. He'll be here very, very shortly. Now, Master Dub, by the way, oh, we should address this real quick, Matt, before we forget. Um, uh, Raquel Pennington has been USADA suspended but it was a self-reporting violation. The fuck is that? Uh, seven keto DHEA DIA, and I guess uh, I don't know exactly what that is. Um, and the peptis, uh, is it a peptide uh, AOD ninety sixty four? They were both prescribed by a doctor to treat a medical condition. She's not saying what the condition is. I guess it's private. But uh, the reality is, she felt that she didn't do due diligence on the medication. But then when she found out, she went and told Usada, like, look. Um, and I believe her so that they're going to give her less of a, a suspension. I hope um, there's got to be some fucking common sense used by USADA. Um, you know, and she seemed like she was being very honest. Well, there's more bad news, Jimmy. My good friend, uh, BJ Penn got arrested again. I seen in Jesus. Did he? Yeah, you could look that up. They see him kind of yelling. It's a DUI, I believe. He's getting arrested for that. Oh, boy. And you see him kind of yelling at the camera some shit. It's kind of depressing. I, I mean, I love BJ. I wonder what's going I, I, I wonder what's going on with him. Well, it's pretty. I, honestly, I think it's pretty. I don't know BJ. I've met him a couple of times. It seems like these problems have to do with drinking. Um, yeah. DUI you should, and these bar issues, the, right? Stick to, the, stick to the flower, man. Yeah, get a little yeah. more hippie-ish, my Hawaiian seems, friend. It seems like the drinking is is. Uh, and look, for some guys, no matter how strong you are, it gets out of hand. So you hope that he addresses it. Um, yeah. and you know, you can put a stop to it whenever you want. You know, you just gotta you gotta give it up and 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 get sober. So hopefully that it, that's my opinion. I don't know BJ, but it just seems like that from. D, if it's a DUI and then bar fights, I mean, you know, those usually are not things you do when you're sober. Yeah, Jimmy. I, well, just I hope, I, hope he, I wish him well. He's, he is a very nice guy. I just want the best for my friends, Jimmy. Yeah. I you didn't hear about that. Eh, you could look it up after. I, don't, I, I, I just hope him. I just want the best for him because it, it's a weird thing being a fighter. And then when it's done and just guys just don't know what to do with themselves. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm not saying him. I'm just saying in general. I think what's next is that's where all these younger guys, they should just start thinking, just thinking what you want to do when it's done. Do you want to have a school? Do you want to start putting money away and start investing in something? You got to start thinking now because 
you just think to the next fight, the next fight, to the next fight, and then all of a sudden there's no next fight. It's hard, yeah. Okay, now you're now you're trying to fucking get, get a, a government job at forty. You know what I mean, Jimmy? And BJ is a legend. He's a legend. Fuck yeah. So he could for the rest of his life have a, a good place in MMA, like you said, with a school or whatever he. But you got to straighten this stuff out too. But he's a loved guy uh, with a you know such an amazing reputation as a fighter. So. You know what I want to do? I want to do Frankie Edgar's podcast. Does he still do that podcast with the boyfriend of the girl from the uh, Jersey Shore? Yes. I don't know who he was doing it with. You know what? I don't remember. Doing it with, uh, shit, man. Don't even say it. Don't even say it. And the producers don't jump in. Rod- Roger? Is it Roger? It's Roger or something. Guarantee it's Roger or something. Okay. I, I almost said Roger Walters, but that's not him. Oh, I know. Roger Walters is from Pink Floyd, isn't it? No, it's Roger Waters. Oh, what? <laughs> Roger Waters. Jimmy, I don't fucking know anything. That's okay. Champ and the Tramp with Roger. Oh, it, that's what I got, and I didn't get the last Rabbit? Oh, Jimmy, guys, I can't, I can't find it. You read it. They just sent it. I'll, I'll read it for you, buddy. It, it says... Champ and the Tramp with oh yeah that's the Roger okay what is it Roger <laughs> Jimmy I got my camera on top so if I go to look yeah on, yeah yeah you don't it's, it's I'll tell you after the show I'll, I'll, okay. I'll, nobody needs to know the guy's name they don't need to know Matthews we just know that is just tra- Champ and the Tramp he's the Roger Matt Roger Matt he's the fucking Tramp this show could have been called Champ and the Tramp <laughs> I'm sorry Jimmy well how about a Champ and the Tramp stamp I'll get a tattoo on my lower back. Frank Trigg had that. Frank Trigg had that. You know that? Did he? Tramp stamp? Oh, no. Well, he started low and then he worked up high. So he's like, no, my whole back's covered. I'm like, ah, I remember where you started it. I'm like, leave that guy alone. I ran into Frank Trigg. I gave him a nice hug. You did. I never met Frank. Um, I know I mentioned that you knocked him out a lot. I, I mentioned it to you and to other people. You have to stop that. Um, well, it's either going to be that or, 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 or uh, the destruction of GSP. I'm mentioning one of those two things. Well, thank God Frank right. is ready to go. Let's get Frankie. I'm, I'm about to get embarrassed. But that name reminds me, Frankie and Frank. I, I can't not think of Frank Frank. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. There's Frankie Edgar. Hey, Frankie. Hey, what's up, guys? What's up, man? How you doing? How, you look good. Good, how are you? How are you getting a tan when you when it's so uh, winter out here? It's snowing in a pandemic and you're tan. Yeah, <laughs> how, did you, how did you do that? <laughs> I'm in Vegas. I'm in Vegas. Oh, but, oh 
I did hit the tannin bed. I ain't going to lie. Hey, when you go out there, do you go a couple of days early? You know, you have to quarantine. Do you like, like, do you kind of like to get out of the weather and just go, oh, I'm fucking, I'm going to spend a few extra days in Vegas. Yeah. As of recently I do, I go, I come out Sunday, try to get a little acclimated and, uh, get away from my kids a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Just to sleep a little bit. Right. Yeah. Just get away from that madness. Yeah. It's a big snow day out here today. Frank. I know. I, I made it just in time. It's kind of good. I guess I came out early because all this stuff. Flights are all canceled and stuff. I'm guessing. Right. Yeah. I hear a bunch of flights are, uh, you know, backed, uh, backed up and whatnot. So I guess I made it just in time. I think Mark's going to have a little hard time getting out here, but uh, I'll make it eventually. Yeah. Man, Frankie. So do you have a, uh... Who do you got with you, uh, Mark Henry? No, he's not here yet. He's he's coming tomorrow, and and then Chris is coming tomorrow also. So Ricardo's already out here. He uh, he came out early, tried to beat the snow. So Ricardo Almeida, and of course the great Chris Ligori. Yes, sir. Your right hand guy. We were just talking about your podcast. Are you still doing yeah. it? We are. Yeah. Yep. Yep. We are doing it. Uh, we got to have you down, man. We got to have you down. Not giving a guilt trip. When when things get you have things to worry. You got things to concentrate on. Yeah, so no, man. The, we're gonna celebrate after this fight. You're gonna have me down, and we're gonna have let's a do call. it. Let's do it. I don't it. like to impose because of the COVID. Everything's so weird, you know. Well, I, mean? I, I don't, you know, I'm I'm done with the damn COVID, man. <laughs> yeah, you know, Longo got that shit. Really? How bad did it hit him? Longo wasn't bad at all. Longo got a hundred fever, and I mean, the guy's not the pinnacle of health. I'm only kidding. He's in good shape. <laughs> He's got long ass hair. Guy's losing yeah. his fucking mind. It's down to his fucking shoulders. I see. He, uh, yeah, he got that thing and that whole fucking squad got it over at Longo's, you know? I think it's kind of good to get it and then be done with it, you know? Yeah, it, is. it is. I just get weird with my kids. But I mean, I'm doing my thing. I'm at my school and this and that. You got to live on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Aljo had his last sparring over at uh, Longo's and because like 50 people got it out of there, I go, ah, I'm going to. Send me the tape, maybe. Yeah, yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah, shit. So I'm telling you, man, you know what I love, man? I like the way, and we were just talking about it with uh, with your opponent. Yeah. How he bounced back from his loss. Yeah. It takes a certain, it, uh, it, I'm telling you, man, you, you, you came back, and I don't think you ever had two losses before in a row, but you came back to beat a very, very tough guy with uh, Pedro Munoz, man. That had to feel good to get that monkey off your back, no? Yeah, it always is, man. Anytime you lose, you want to, you know, want to come back and uh, and make it right. And, uh, you know, in a new weight class, especially, you got to prove myself here against a top guy like Pedro. It was definitely a good way to debut here. You're in a good place, too, though. You must like knowing. I mean, everybody respects you. You're a guy that people want to fight just because you're such a legend in the sport. So it's got to be you're in a good place where, you know, you can pick good opponents. You, you know, you're never going to have to fight this guy. That you don't want to fight, you know, and you're, you're getting these top four, top five guys because a, you're in the top, I believe you think you're number four now. Right. And, uh, and your status, people really want to fight you just because your name is so impressive. You have to feel good about that. Yeah, that's always good. I mean, I, ever since I got into this sport, I wanted to fight the best guys and uh, you know, Tomorrow will be 14 years in UFC for me. So, Crazy. you know, I've been fighting the, the top guys the whole time, and uh, and that's great, you know. And your cardio is still probably the, the first and foremost thing I think of with you. And there's a few guys who are just known to have that. But what a great thing that is to have the stamina. I mean, do you think that's kind of contributed to, to the longevity, the fact that you're not breaking down in the cage and you're able to go five rounds almost at will? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, don't, I mean, I definitely work hard, but I think it maybe comes a little natural, too. And uh, it's always good to have a motor, you know, you can always bank on that. Now, I know, I know Cody Garbrandt's been down working with Mark Henry and you guys. 
That's got to be. Have you worked with Cody too? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. We uh, we definitely worked a bunch. He's a nice kid. So that's awesome. He fits in great over there. I can see that. Yeah, now he's a solid kid, man. Great, you know, obviously great workout partner and uh, a definitely solid dude. It's nice to see him come back also because he had yes. a, little, a little tough run. Yeah, and, no, absolutely. That was a that was a phenomenal highlight, real knockout too. Some of these kids, Frankie, they don't handle losses the right way though. Like I was talking earlier, and like. And I was talking again. It was your opponent. And he handled it the right way. Uh, Corey, when he when he lost to Aljo, yeah. And then he went back and he beat Marlon. And he wasn't a big shit talker after the fight with Aljo. wasn't making excuses. Let his let his uh, fighting do the the talking for him after his next fight. Made an example of Marlon, who we love. I'm just, I love Marlon. I'm not attacking him, but uh, that's the right way. You see, see so, Frankie. You see some of these other guys, whether it's uh, Paulo Costa after his loss to Izzy or his Sugar Sean O'Malley after his, his loss to Cheeto Vera, they, they just not, they just, it's a weird thing. They just have a hard time accepting it and, and handling it the right way. Do you ever notice that? Yeah, no, I, I think that is a problem. That's It's hard to move forward and hard to really learn from your losses when you're going to sit there and try to point fingers at somebody and, and make an excuse when you need to look in the mirror. You know, it's always as much as people help you, you know, I think when you lose, that's only on you. You can't point the finger at anybody else but yourself. Well, both of those guys that you mentioned, Matt, too, I believe both were undefeated. Uh, I believe that was uh, O'Malley's first loss, and I, I believe that was uh, Costa's first loss. So it seems like uh, guys who are undefeated when they lose a fight, again, some guys, they come right back and they win. But it seems like when your self-image is a little bit built on being undefeated, that can, I think, rock somebody different than a loss would rock a fighter who had lost, say, his third or fourth fight in. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, losses are tough, but I mean, you you, you fight this sport uh, uh, long enough, and you fight the right people. I mean, it's gonna happen. You know, no no one's really untouchable except maybe a couple guys. And uh, you know, if they stand it long enough, I'm sure you know everyone takes it at some point in their career. Is there one you look back on? Because again, you've had a few. Not you know. Uh, that is there one you look back on in particular and go, I can kind of go. That was the toughest one to to grapple with, the, the toughest loss. Is there a loss that was harder for you than the others for whatever reason? Uh, I'd probably say the uh, the second um, the second Ben Henderson fight. You know, I, I really thought I won that fight, and uh, that was actually I know Matt said before I haven't lost two in a row. I, that was actually three in a row. Yep, I lost to uh, well actually that was my second one, but then I lost to Aldo after that. that. Yeah. But but. Uh, yeah, that, that one was tough because I thought I for sure I thought I won that one. Um, four to one actually, and you know when when the judges said I didn't, I that that was tough to swallow. That's why I didn't mention the three in a row. I didn't count that. <laughs> you know? So do you ever do you rewatch that fight ever? Go like oh all right maybe or you rewatched it and go fuck I was right I know I'm right like like when you rewatched that did you kind of in your mind go no nope, I was right I made the right uh, I I should have gotten that nod. No, honestly I I try not to dwell on that stuff, man. Okay. You can't change the past. You know it is what it is. You know, you look back in the record books, it says I lost, and, and I got to deal with it. Frankie, how's the gym going out there? I know you were involved with the UFC gym. Is that still – is it open? What is, yeah, how, they're, how they're is open. The they're open. Yeah, they're still open. Obviously, uh, you know, at a lower capacity and whatnot. But, uh, you know, it's, it's moving along the best we can. I guess the whole world's a little screwed up now. And, uh, you know, I'm sure you're dealing with it at your places too. It's fucking insane, to be honest with you. I got my yeah. one school. We're like Fight Club. We don't talk about it. It might be yeah, open. That's right the way to go. It might not be. Go. I don't know. <laughs> All I know is if anybody breaks in, there's a 20, I got 20 cops on the mat. So they're going to fucking. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> hey, man. Listen, I think people, when they talk about essential, we really got to, 
we got to yeah. talk about what's essential, man. People, they need that endorphins. They need it, man. They get depressed. Oh, man. Depression's 100%. a real thing. 100%, man. You know, especially the kids, man. The kids need to get on the mats too, you know, and uh, yeah. get that in. The parents want the kids out the house. You know, it's, it's madness right now. That's well, true. Liquor stores are open. Liquor <laughs> stores course, are considered essential because if you if you can't get a drink, you can you'll you can go into the DTs and you can have seizures. Right. Like it's a it's an essential place. So you think that you know a, a gym or a play, a martial arts place should be considered essential as well? Yeah, yeah, I, w- I would think so. A dispensary, a dispensary that, that is too. essential. That's essential. essential. Yeah, yeah, anything medical. Um, although I've been in pharmacies when they say essential stuff, where you can they they literally have put plastic over end caps where the item is not essential. It's so fucking bizarre. When you're looking at something, you can buy everything in this, except for these hair clips. There's a plastic over going. They're not essentially, we can't sell them to you. Um, it's really bizarre the way they break down essential items, even in a store that's open. Who, who's, the, who's the person deciding what's essential and not? That's kind of crazy. Yeah. And the best is those people, like you see it, like the, the, the fucking mayor or the Blasio, whoever. And then also they, they catch these fucks in. Yeah. Well, I was in a in gym. I need my health's important. I got to run the city. What the fuck, man? Everybody's yeah. health's important. Mr. I, all, I can't stand it, man. They catch up on the chick in the uh, salon in, in L.A. Yeah, right, right. They're it's all crooks. Bunch of hypocrites, man. Bunch of hypocrites. It's such a crazy time. And thank God for the fucking fights. You know, yeah, for sure, man. It get a little little normalcy, some uh, some distraction. You know, uh, yeah. It's Dana and the UFC did a great job of that. Thank God, incredible. And they had crowds, smaller crowds in um, Fight Island now or Abu Dhabi. Are they going to do that in Vegas as well, or is that only overseas for now? I don't think so. I, I don't know. I think just overseas. I, I okay. did see something that Dana's uh, raffling off to be a guest, maybe at one of the Apex fights, but uh, I don't nice. think it's going to be a lot of people. Yeah. You got to know somebody unless you're the yeah. schmo, the schmo got it. <laughs> I like him now. I didn't, I wasn't crazy about him at first, but now I'm buddies with the schmo. You know, the <laughs> schmo? I like the sh- he's the guy he's a, he does. He wears the glasses. Yeah. And- a little funny voice. I think he toned it down. He toned it down a little bit though. He's a, he's a nice guy. Cause I was talking to him at first. He showed up at my school one time to do something for Al. And I didn't, I wasn't really crazy about him. So I was like, I don't know what the fuck's going on here. This guy's cause he almost came in in character. So I'm like, what's up? And he's just being weird. I go, what the, I don't yeah. know. But then I got to talk to him in Fight Island and I got to actually like bond with the guy. I like him now. And it's funny cool. because he, I, where did you come up with this shtick of the schmo? Jimmy, look him up. It's, this guy's wild. Yeah. And uh, he goes, man, I tried to do this. I tried to get into this business doing this and that. And then nobody wanted to hear from me. So it's almost like Superman. Like he had to put on this fucking thing and become this character. And yeah. now, he's, now he's in there hanging out with Dana and fucking getting into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah I guess he does pretty. He does pretty well at it. He's got a good little shtick going there. Yeah, he does. He does. I guess you got to You got to find some way to get to get you know in there in, in the fold. Yeah, half of it is just people remembering you on site. This because so many people now are broadcasting and podcasting and on YouTube and on Twitter. So it's like whatever makes you stand out. And if it's a pair of like yellowish glasses uh, or whatever it is, hey, you know, as long as, you, as long as you're good at what you do, once you start doing it. Yeah, yeah, you, you can't fake the funk too much. You can't suck, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, now, Frankie, listen, man, you're, you're like one of those ageless guys. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and and I'm sure you're sick of it. I remember like when I was around like 35, 36, it came out of nowhere. I felt like I was just, I feel like I'm still a young kid and people going, hey, man, so when do you think you'll be, how long do you think you'll be doing it? And I go, what the fuck, man? I go, what do you mean? <laughs> the, I'm just still a kid and I wasn't. 
But it just, you feel like that. You have people coming up to you asking like, oh, well, how long do you think you're going to do it for? And what do you want to do afterwards? And do uh, those yeah. questions annoy you before Jimmy? Yeah, asked? they do. They do. I guess, I, you know, 39 now, I've been hearing it for a couple of years, so I'm kind of yeah. used to it. I always equate it to like, it's like asking an old guy, like, hey, how much longer you got left on earth here? You know, when, when, yeah. when you're kicking a bucket. You know, it's like, dude, I, I don't fucking know, man. Yeah. I, I asked that to the like, all the time. Yeah, every girl I date <laughs> says that to me. <laughs> <laughs> so you're just taking it a fight at a time? Yeah, I, I, I kind of have three rules. Like, as long as I, I'm enjoyed what I'm doing, as long as my body holds up, and as long as I'm competitive, if I can chop the, ch- check those three boxes off, I'll do it as long as I can, I guess. Shit, man. And what about afterwards? I know you got the podcast, which you're enjoying, you know, and, uh, you know, and I know you like to train people you're involved with your son's wrestling and whatnot. I think you're going to be pretty busy afterwards. You, are you one of those guys like, like I could be me on my day off. I could just put on my VR and hang out and take a nap. Did we lose him? Oh, there he is. No, no, um, no. Are you one of those guys that can't sit still at home or you could just chillax? Or you could relax. Yeah. Uh, I could chill sometimes, but uh, I like to, I like to keep it moving. I'll definitely have some hobbies. I'm, I'll be involved in the sport forever in some way, shape, or form. Uh, you know, my obviously my kids are going to take up a lot of my time too, as you yeah. know. But uh, yeah, you know, I, I don't know if I'll do a gym like myself, or you know, I'm obviously involved with UFC gyms too. So uh, e- even uh, helping Ali with the management could be something I could see myself doing as well. Oh, interesting. I like that. See, Ali, there's some, there's always some controversy and stuff. The, everybody that's involved with him, they love him. They they love the guy. They I, I yeah. don't from Habib to you to to whoever else. He like you never hear any guys that worked with him saying anything shady. You know what I mean? Yeah, no. I, like I, I think I think he gets a bad rap because he takes he 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 loves his guys. He goes to bat for his guys. Yeah. And sometimes he takes things personal. If, if someone says something about what his guys, he barks back at people. So yeah. if you're not one of his guys, I can see how you don't like him. But if you're one of his guys, man, he's uh, through and through. That's great, man. Yeah. That's awesome. And again, he came from Henzo. So, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. It's always good talking to you, man. And uh, co-main, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy that you're the co-main event. And I, we told Corey the same thing. This could have easily been a main event fight. Um, oh, yeah. Know? I thought you guys should be main. I think this is a fucking great fight. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm excited, man. This kid, he he brings it. He uh, he comes forward. I'm going to come forward. I'm not going to look for him, man. And uh, it's going to be an entertaining one. And he is a nice kid, but but he took out your buddy, Marlon. Is there anything in you to be like, are you texting Marlon? Like, I'm going to get this little fucker. <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah. You don't have to just give a wink if that's what you're texting tomorrow. <laughs> no, no. No. no, you know, I, you can't take anything. You know, you got to be like an assassin. No emotions. Exactly. That's how no I feel. Emotions. Yeah. Like Jimmy and his girlfriends. No emotions at all. <laughs> that's true. Yes. I have, Well, they have emotion. It's disgust for the way I've gotten fat in the pandemic. All right, Frank. Yes. <laughs> Good talking to you, buddy. Yeah, um, I was good talking to you guys. Awesome. We'll, uh, we'll talk to you after, all right? Have a good fight. Yeah, take care. Take, care, take care, man. Say hello to the crew, guy. Uh, Frank. Yeah, we'll do, brother. He's a great guy. He man. is awesome. You yeah. don't love that guy. How do you not love him? I know. I know. They're both really nice guys. And it's weird when you interview so many guys and you get to know so many guys. It, when you watch the fight, it's hard to root for someone because by doing that you're rooting against someone and when you like all these guys it's like i don't even know who i i like Corey, i like frankie it's you want to see just a good fight like whoever wins doesn't even really matter i just you want to see them have a good fight man listen to me man all i know is i got two options i gotta make it or make it 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 i'm gonna make it or make it i'm gonna make it
Can you stop leaving the screen? <laughs> I, that I don't is, know what happened. In case saying. the kids out there want to know what I'm singing, it's from the rapper NF. Yeah. Look up him, Jimmy. And 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 do uh leave nice me alone. fella. Is that what that stands for? A nice fella. He reminds me of Eminem. He's uh. a little white rapper, but I'm telling you, he is great. He doesn't even have to rely on curses or anything. Curse words. Oh, okay. You know, leave me alone's another oh, song. He, like, NF, no more. fucks. He doesn't say fuck. That. Is that true? I don't know. Just guess what NF can stand for. Maybe uh I think his first name's Nathan. Oh, okay. You know, Nathan. I don't know. Fuck face. I don't know what the hell. <laughs> but Jimmy, we're going to be back in a couple of days. What's the rest of your day like? Honestly, uh, I'm going to go make a snow angel outside. A nude snow angel. Jimmy, <laughs> can I just recommend you don't do, don't do that, Jimmy? I'm going to do that. You might be getting fucking arrested. That's all right. You know, but all right, Jimmy, I'm going to talk to you in a couple of days. Is there yeah. anything you want to plug until then? No, I mean, if you want a cameo, if you're a Chip Chipperson fan or me, go to Cameo.com, either Chip Chipperson or Jim Norton, but I'm not on the app. I'm only on the website. I'm on both. And again, if you want to go to Chip's Patreon or all that stuff, Jim Norton will get back to stand up very soon, I'm hoping. And oh. uh, Or Jim and Sam in the morning on Sirius. Thank you. That's beautiful, Jimmy. Jimmy, I'm on Cameo and I love doing the cameos because I, I just do too. I give long, rambling ones and then I tell them, like, I should start this over, but I'm not going to because you know I'm nuts. And they right. know fucking nuts. They know. Um, listen. I'm going to go do some uh, murking and okay, then I'm going to play with my kids outside some more. I, I will talk to you soon. Add me as a friend on your Oculus Quest too, Jimmy. Okay, pal. Name's Kamora Savage. Okay. Love you, buddy. Bye, Unfiltered Army. Bye, pal. Bye. Bye, guys. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel.